I'm Greg Gillespie, and today on Family Life, we are visiting a campus ministry program in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Campus pastor there is Mike Andrews. Your emphasis here is for a lot of college students, they are on their own for their first time. Some of them may have had a very active church life or faith life earlier in their teens, but also not only on campus, you have an emphasis on making sure this becomes something lifelong that they live for God in their their lives at college and post-college. Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things we greatly value and strive for is creating what we call just lifelong disciples of Jesus where discipleship isn't just, you know, going to church and kind of checking off the box, but it incorporates every aspect of their lives. And there's no better time to do that than in college as they are learning how to be in long-term relationships and learning how to participate in their careers. So we're working on trying to create lifelong disciples in all of those areas. Tell us about the spiritual lives of people who are late teens, early 20s now. I'm sure there are some of our listeners who may have a an understanding of that. Others may be living in stereotypes. But what's it like for people that are college or college age now? Specifically on the campus, all students really get a bad rap spiritually. I talk with numerous people from churches and even administrators and people that work on campus, and they all just make the assumption that students do not have any spiritual life. I was actually talking to a maintenance worker on our campus, and he says that he calls our campus Sodom and Gomorrah. But what I think they're missing is college students have a desire for spirituality. They believe in some sort of thing that is so much greater than themselves, be that you know just the concept of inclusive community or knowledge or some sort of faith or spirituality. I think all of that really ties together into the spiritual temperature on at least our campus right now. And I'm seeing a lot of students who are willing to give faith a chance, maybe not completely dive into it, but they're willing to give it a chance and see, maybe we can actually have a conversation about it and see what this is about and see what you guys are about. Campus ministry, anybody who was involved in in a student ministry 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, may remember what campus ministry was like or even youth ministry in junior highs and high schools from long ago. I know you are in the process of reevaluating and reshaping what you're doing with today's college-age students. How has that shaped the shape of campus ministry these days? What what are the techniques, what's the emphasis that you have because of the uniqueness of this particular generation? Kind of the bread and butter of all campus ministry throughout the ages has been just discipleship, replicating oneself and another. Um, The way I think that has transitioned over the years is – I know in the 90s and early 2000s, um, campus ministries really made the focus on kind of like the large worship gatherings. And that was how they had their community. That's really where the bulk of the discipleship kind of happened was through teaching and preaching. Um, And then throughout the late 2000s, it's actually changed more to one-on-one discipleship. And now I think I'm beginning to see a little bit of a trend towards uh, small group discipleship. And so... 
specifically with our ministry, um, what we're beginning to see is a lot of really good spiritual growth in our students, but in really small groups, not individually, not one-on-one. That does take place, but also in our small group Bible study. Um, there's just been a lot of really good conversations and spiritual growth taking place there as well. I know of people who have talked about the COVID generation is making connections, real live connections with people. Is that a piece of why you're seeing more of this small group networking connection, good, strong friendship and relationship building? Yeah, just overall talking with our students who spent you know, the first couple of years of high school and the last couple of years of high school in isolation, not being able to attend their graduations or not being able to attend like the first two years of high school. I definitely think I see a lot of desire for that close-knit community that they've missed out on for a couple of years. We're talking with Mike Andrews, who's involved in campus ministry at Altoona, Pennsylvania. You're talking with people who are eavesdropping on our conversation, who are active in a local congregation. How can churches be supportive of encouraging their college-bound students to get plugged into a campus ministry group like yours? That one is actually kind of tough because I do encounter a lot of students who grew up in the church but are more or less unwilling to get plugged into a small group setting. But what I do find is the ones that are getting more involved in ministries are the ones that have a really firm foundation of their faith and are looking to expand that more. And so I think maybe if the local congregations poured more into their junior and senior high school students and kind of gave them that chance to say, hey, listen, we truly believe that this is something that's going to be important in every aspect of your life. Something I'm passionate about and desire to see is what I call intergenerational discipleship. So I think even bringing, having a local congregation to say like, hey, we have this, you know, 70 year old retired man who gets a couple of guys together every weekend to work on a car or or whatever, begins to kind of create that groove in them and that desire for, hey, I really miss that. I'm looking for that again. And college is an absolutely fantastic place to find those areas. Talk about the organization that sponsors the ministry that you lead there at Altoona, and also just your personal things. What What is it that motivates you or gives you an aha moment as you work week by week by week with these students? Something that gets me out of bed every morning is just having those moments with students where I get them to view just one thing so radically differently that they have to change something about themselves. I was actually listening to a podcast a while back that Francis Chan was on. And something he said was, we see again and again and again, Jesus brings people to a place where they have to decide either they follow him or they follow their old way of living and leave him behind. And I know that's a really tense place to live in, but I love to bring students to that point. To say, listen, this is, if we believe that these things that we're talking about are true, this in your life has to change. And now it's up to you to make that decision to follow Jesus and give up that other thing or keep that other thing and give up Jesus. And I always find students are willing to give that other thing up because they see so much life and just 
joy and peace in Jesus himself, that it outweighs whatever they're giving up. Great answer. I appreciate that. The Altoona campus is one of many that has an outreach from Impact to You. Tell us about that organization. So I work for Impact Campus Ministries. We are we're on about a dozen campuses across the country right now. A subset of Impact Campus Ministries that maybe many listeners would know is the Baymaw podcast with Marty Solomon. Marty Solomon is actually our president for Impact Campus Ministries. But what Impact Campus Ministries, their core value, what they call the special sauce, is simply they want to develop intimacy with Jesus for their ministers and students. Because they truly believe when we truly develop intimacy with Jesus, all ministry naturally pours out of that. And so that's what we try to develop with our students, or I try to develop with my students, is the practices so that they can have that intimacy with Jesus, because that will affect every aspects, nook and cranny of their lives. Mike Andrews, a campus minister at Penn State Altoona. Mike, thanks for joining us today on Family Life. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.